our top story. Kent Brockman in our top story is real estate. What is it that we love to talk about? I'm going to just take it away from the COVID. I'm not even mentioning the numbers. I'm not. How about me? Not mentioning the numbers. I'll mention these numbers instead, though. 30 to 35% price increase in parts of the GTHA. Not actually the core of Toronto, but the recent numbers on real estate gains for areas like Uxbridge, you know, a Bolton area, like 30 to 35% gain, 16% in the core of Toronto year over year. The housing market is on fire. And that, I don't think that's good for anybody. And right now, regulators are trying to get a hold of things. They're trying to do something about it. And I'll tell you what, you, you need to you need to suddenly hold on to your wallet anytime regulators start coming in and start talking about the housing market because it's going to have an impact on you. And whatever they do, sometimes will have an impact that they don't even see. So let's figure out what it is that's being proposed right now. What it is that the government is being urged to do is to change the mortgage stress test level. And essentially what this means, and this is for non-insured mortgage. This is basically where you got 20%, more than 20% to be able to put down on a down payment. So you don't need the CMHC. Forget about you. I don't need you. I got my money. But now you got to be able to qualify. You got to have more cash. You got to have more cash. And Gavioli is our business reporter. And she's going to come on here any moment now and tell me that I'm totally wrong. Anne, are you with me? I I am, Alan. Um, are you... Uh, well, that's that's a, a loaded question. Where where should we start in all of this? <laughs> well, why don't you start? Why don't you start with my the, what you think is the biggest issue for the average consumer, somebody out there who might be actually shopping for property? Actually, shop well. Yeah, I guess it would depend on uh, what what your your budget is in terms of the impact. And I would say definitely this is going to have a, a bigger impact on first time home buyers. Um, but, and there is a but. Okay, uh-huh. so uh, yeah, I, sometimes it's weird for me to come on and, and do reports about things that haven't come to fruition yet because this is uh, being proposed by Canada's top bank regulator. Yeah, but this and is they the say they're going to consult yeah, with stakeholders, is... but it, it should be implemented um, in, in something resembling what they're proposing by June 1st. But the very fact that they've put this out there into the universe means, and we've seen this happen time and again, whenever we get, uh, you know, the, the federal powers that be say, we're going to do something to tighten uh, or attempt to cool the housing market. It uh, results in a bunch of people saying, oh, I have to get in before this uh, comes becomes reality. And it actually kind of juices the market even further. And that oh, is the so you, expectation this time uh, around. And it's already pretty juiced, as you know. But yeah, it's an orange Julius is what it is. Um, so you're saying that in the short term, before the government acts, and just can you just give me a sense of that this is this is the bank regulator. This is not because last week we actually had a bank. Was it BMO? Was it BMO that came out and actually made the suggestion about uh, capital gains tax on a five-year sliding scale, and everybody went, "That's ridiculous," and it's just kind of gone away. Uh, this and it wasn't the- just BMO. That's a surprising thing. Quite a lot of economists on Bay Street that you might not expect to be saying that kind of thing, even proposing that kind of thing, we're talking about it, which speaks to the situation that we're in right now in terms of how overheated or overheating the housing market is. 
Sure, but I guess my point being is, is that was a bank sort of, you know, sending up a, a trial balloon, a bunch of economists. This is the banking regulator. That seems different to me. Yeah, and, and they've got some specificity around this. And uh, the impact is, it, well, we, we can get into the impact properly, but just what they're proposing is... Um, you know, people looking for a mortgage would need to prove that they qualify if rates went up to 5.25% or two percentage points above the market rate, whichever one's higher. And effectively, the takeaway is that it means affordability would be reduced by about 5%. Okay. And so the hope here is that this takes a bit of the froth out of the market. Yes. Um, and uh, you, you talked about, you know, what's happening in, in Toronto, in parts, uh, areas outside of Toronto, but it is really happening across the country. I mean, you know, prices up 25% year over year. Uh, I think the, the latest kind of snapshot for March from the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board was that sales doubled. So it was, you know, prices and activity going up very quickly. And if you look at people's incomes during uh, the pandemic, it hasn't kept pace. So it really does feel uh, like this is this is some froth. And um, the expectation here is, okay, so these rules come into effect on June 1st, uh, but there's going to be this kind of rush. Uh, I don't want to use the word panic, but a lot of people are going to say, okay, 5% less uh, affordability for a first-time home buyer. They may rush to get their things together and get into the market before they're locked out of it. So shorter term, it's it's going to juice an already hot market. However, uh, according to the rates analysts that I've spoken to and people who watch the housing market, what happens after June 1st, uh, and you know maybe it's many months after that, you do have this kind of moderation of prices. And so if you're, you were planning to get in, you for whatever reason can't, uh, if you just wait it out a little bit longer, and I know that that's, that's difficult to hear if you have life plans and all the rest of it, um, but longer term, the expectation is that this, this could be good in terms of improving affordability. Okay, all right, let's move back to the uh, capital gains because that kind of feels like a bit <laughs> of a third rail. Uh, in yes. Canadian politics, I mean, uh, one of the th- one of the things that was pointed out to me about uh, a potential capital gains tax, even one that is proposed to be a sliding scale, the proposal being that it would go down to zero after five years, this would be a way to try and eliminate speculation and flipping. But it would also have an adverse effect. For example, it would cut down on labor mobility. Let's say that you you know you move to the East Coast, you bought a house. And then your job changed and you had to move somewhere else, you're going to be penalized for that. So that would be that would be a problem. You think that there's enough wind behind this whole capital gains tax thing to 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 bring it to fruition? First of all, let me say uh, I think it is uh, pretty wild that we are talking about this as a potential um, and what it would look like, how it would be shaped. Uh, you know, maybe there's a, a cap so that it doesn't uh, impact the average buyer as much as it does those ultra wealthy. Um, I think that that is this is a moment in history. It's it's not just, you know, a money and sense economics thing. It's almost it feels cultural uh, in mm-hmm. Canada. 
um, I'm going to use the word maybe even sacred to even be discussing this. Yeah. It would be politically unpopular. It would be, I, I've heard people say it would be political suicide to got, try to get this through. And I, I don't mean to be flippant about that, but that's, that's, you know, what, what people are saying about this and feeling about this. Um, so, so here we are in terms of, uh, where the conversation is going. I also think that it has major implications for people who are counting on that money for retirement purposes. And as you know, you know, retirement is, is uh, the, the long game. And so this would be a, a really big kind of monkey wrench in the plans for a lot of people, a lot of voters. And Gaviola is our business reporter. How are you feeling personally? You okay? You know, in the lockdown, you, you doing all right? Uh, I, I asked my Instagram followers about this, which is kind of my uh, go-to litmus test for what's going on around me. Thank you for asking. I um, every day I think, oh, things are uh, returning to some, you know, semblance of normal, and I'm I'm not sure that we are there yet. Uh, Doug Ford is with us and has some advice, folks. Why don't we take a break in negativity for three or four weeks? See, there you go, Ann. There you go. Just take okay. just take a break from the negativity for just shelve that for three to four weeks. I'll there do what go. I can. I mean, I am uh, an eternal optimist, but I'm also a, a realist for better or for worse. <laughs> and always great to have you on. Thanks for explaining a very very nerdy wonky thing to us. <laughs> I'm a self-proclaimed nerd, and I love it. (laughs) The nerds of the world unite! 